So we are starting a new series, The New Normal. What does that look like? So I've been thinking about this for several weeks as I knew in January, what have I realized that has become the new normal for me? Hmm. What does that look like? So here are a few things that I wonder if you're in agreement with me, if you found the same thing. The first thing is, is I have found that loungewear is now the new couture. Anybody else feel that way? Loungewear. We don't call it pajamas. We call it loungewear. It's the new couture. Here's what else I have found. I have found that we now know the delivery person from DoorDash by name. Do you know your DoorDash person by name? Yeah, yeah. Here's the other thing I'm not real proud of, but I can't help it. I don't know if you're on the same boat with me or not, but we walk right past people that we have known for years because we don't recognize them in their mask. That's a new normal. How about long conversations you have now about the nice smell of hand sanitizer from certain places and the really gross smell from other places? Yeah, we're having extended conversations about hand sanitizer. Some of it, I still walk into stores and it still has that whiskey smell. It's, for some, I know you may like that. For me, I prefer the frou-frou smell. How many of us go into game show host mode and mentality when you're on Zoom? We get it all together and we make sure from here up, not just the pajamas on bottom, but also how we present ourselves and how we say something. Because if we do, we interrupt each other and we didn't hear what the other person said in the meeting. Just, so it's about pausing and speaking and game show hosting or game show responding in a meeting. Are those new normals for you? Those are the things that I have found for me. I have also found in my new normal That when I'm in the grocery store, I have a tendency to treat everyone around me like they have leprosy. If I see someone coming down the aisle, oh no, i got to get out of this aisle. Then I look down and realize I didn't pay attention to the arrow. So now I have to follow arrows and mazes in the grocery store. Those are a few of my new normals. What about you? This morning, I challenge you, if you're watching us, send me in your new normal. What does a new normal for you look like right now? Tell me what that is. If you agree with me, if you have found the same things I have, let me know that too. But tell me what your new normal looks like. So, what do we do now? Where do we go from here? We ask ourselves a million questions. Coming into 2021 with a new normal, will the vaccine work? Will the economy get better? Will life make sense again? Today we're going to read a story. And it's a story that we all know. This is not a news story. This isn't a story that has a different hidden meaning. It's a story that we have all read since we were young kids, if we've been in church at any amount of time. And it's a story of when Jesus feeds the 5,000. Miss Jennifer explained that to us so well. I'm going to read to you now if you want to turn in your Bibles to Matthew 14. 
Starting at verse 13 is where we're going to start today. And I know that if you've heard this a million times, just follow me. We're going to get there with it. Starting at verse 13, it says, When Jesus heard about John, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. When the crowds learned this, they followed him on foot from the cities. When Jesus arrived and saw a large crowd, he had compassion for them and healed those who were sick. That evening, his disciples came and said to him, This is an isolated place and it's getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, There's no need. No need to send them away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here except five loaves of bread and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. He ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. He took five loaves of bread and two fish, looked up to heaven, blessed them, and broke the loaves apart and gave them to his disciples. Then the disciples gave them to the crowds. Everyone ate until they were full. And they filled 12 baskets with the leftovers. About 5,000 men plus women and children had eaten. So what always strikes me about this story is the very beginning. We see that Jesus is trying to take a moment. He's trying to get away by himself. The scripture says he withdrew to himself. What happens next, though, says a lot about this story. Because Jesus had been healing in groups and everywhere he had gone, lives had been changed. People that had been carrying loads of whatever their burdens were, whatever their ailments were, were being healed. And not just one or two, but thousands were being healed. So when they found out where Jesus was, the crowds went to him. So much for resting. We know from the scriptures prior that this is just what Jesus did. Healing and touching lives. But the scripture says Jesus had compassion. He had compassion for the people that had not taken the boat like he did, but they had walked to get to him. They made the journey because it was that important to them to get to him. Jesus begins to minister and to heal to those in the crowd. And it looks like this is something that took all day because all of a sudden the disciples come and go, okay, it's getting late. We've got to eat. Why don't we just send them away? And Jesus is like, no, feed them. Feed them. And how many of us have been just like the disciples and have said, with what? All we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. But that's all Jesus needs. Because he begins to multiply to his disciples. And then as the disciples begin to pass out to the thousands, it multiplies. Feeding 5,000. 5,000. 
5,000 people. Five loaves of bread and two fish. A young man we find in the Gospels is the only one that comes prepared. But little did he know that day (laughs) what his preparation would bring. What that would mean. And the miracle that would take place that day. So what does that mean in living into a new normal? I can't imagine 5,000 people would come together and be fed watching Jesus turn nothing into something in order to fill their bellies and they walk away and they're the same as they came. It reminds us So many things. But definitely what it reminds us of is that living into a new normal, that God will never leave us or forsake us. And his compassion for us is never ending. Wherever you are, whatever going into 2021 looks like. Maybe some of you have left your expectations pretty low, but God will never leave you. And not only will he never leave you, but his compassion for you will never go away. God is always ready to give a blessing in your life. He is always there to pick you up when you fall, when you mess up. How many of us have made a resolution? Maybe we are on day three and that resolution has already been messed up. Maybe our new normal is living out God's compassion for his people. Maybe what our resolution we thought was going to be is how I change who I am. Oh, and it's been too easy to fall back into who I was. Maybe this year some of us, our resolution has been food ministry. Phone calls to check on people. Phone calls of people that we just didn't make time to call even though we had time at home. But we got so busy doing new and other things that we forgot those that we love and we care. So maybe it's making a phone call or sending a text or an email. Maybe it's acts of kindness on our social media instead of what we've seen this past year. We saw many God moments in 2020. And maybe 2021, we won't be so surprised by the new normal. Because when we begin to make a New Year's resolution and we begin to go, what does that mean to live into a new normal? It's not as hard as we thought. Because God knows what we need. Better than we do. God knows. God knows better than we do. The 5,000 that gathered with Jesus knew they were hungry. They had probably said something to the disciples or the disciples overheard. They were hungry. They'd been there all day. Not only had they been on this long journey and long walk, but they had been waiting all day for the healing touch of Jesus. The miracle of nourishment in a way that came that day for them would never, ever, ever leave them the same. For some of us, we have had more time with family and God has used that to bring our family closer. 
It's also revealed places to us that we've needed to work on relationships. Just like it did that day. The things that begin to reveal to us what we need when we don't even know that we need it. But God knows that we do. For some that day they knew they were hungry but they didn't know what bread and fish would do for them the same way that they found out that day. Some of us don't know what it means when God begins to turn bread and fish into feeding more abundance than we could ever eat. Maybe what we think is really normal wasn't really normal at all. Maybe that day when they arrived and what they thought would be a normal day of walking to see Jesus, even though there's this slight expectation of what that could look like, maybe what they thought was going to be normal wasn't really normal at all. I mean, just saying five loaves of bread and two fish feeding 5,000 people isn't normal. It seems crazy. The truth is with Jesus, this was the normal though. But the 5,000, it was a new normal. With God, we get the opportunity to experience a new normal every day, a normal that is new to us, but never a surprise or new to God. What we've been through this past year, what you feel like you've experienced, what it has felt like to walk into this abyss of the unknown, is not a surprise to God. It's not a new normal to God. Just like that day when Jesus does what Jesus just does, it wasn't a new normal. Maybe a new normal is what we should expect every day. When you follow Jesus, you never know what to expect. Just like the 5,000 that day had no clue how their lives would change forever in that moment. Be aware, though. Be aware of the new normal and how God is turning that around for your good. Being new and being a new normal doesn't mean that it's bad because of something you experience. For me, though, here's the best part of the story. Is not only was everyone fed well, but there were leftovers. There were leftovers. I mean, when Jesus does something, he's not playing. He does it right. When Jesus does something He doesn't do it halfway. So don't think that you're in the halfway mark because God is working. Some of us feel like, are you sure? Because this past year, loss of job, loss of finances, loss of loved ones that that were fine one day and gone the next because of a disease that it feels like no one can control. It does feel like it's halfway falling apart. But Jesus doesn't do something halfway. Fifteen years ago yesterday, I was sitting in the maternity ward about ready to have my kid. And that means that all through December, 
of that year, I was nine months pregnant, and I was big pregnant, crazy pregnant. And knowing Jeff and I, if you know us very well, we read every book we could read, what to expect, you know, uh, when you're expecting. Um, Jeff had what it means to be a father. I had um, all these different books of how to learn what it means when they cry. And I mean, I had read everything I could possibly read. And in typical form of my cool kid, he comes a week early. So he's due on the night, but all of a sudden I wake up to get ready for church on Sunday on the 2nd of January. And I thought I had a little heartburn. Jeff looks at me and he's like, honey, that's not heartburn. You're going into labor. A 12 to 17 hour long whirlwind of my morning and my day. And what I thought. I knew was coming. And what I thought I knew a new normal would be. And what I thought I was prepared for. Well, you can just throw all that away. Any of you that have had children, you know. And all of you that have had multiple children, you find that it's different than the one you had prior. But everything that I had psyched myself out for to believe, I knew what my new normal was going to be. I knew how life was going to be. The baby's room is ready. The bed is really cute. Everything is ready to go. And it still could not prepare me for my new normal. A new normal that would change my life. A new normal that would not only change my life, but a new normal that would change my life for the better. But a new normal that every day I wake up, every day that I wake up, and what I think I've got a grasp on reminds me I don't, and it's another day. A new normal of when you get to hold, and I'll never forget, Jeff and I were talking about it this week. Jeff got to hold Owen first, and then Jeff gently hands him to me. And all I could remember is he had a set of lungs. But all of a sudden, I remember feeling like this new normal, I may not be as prepared for as I thought I was. I didn't want to let this baby down. I didn't want to mess up this situation. I didn't want to drop him. I wanted to make sure he was okay. All of a sudden, every single thing and preconceived notion that I thought, it was gone. I often ask myself, What do I do in this time of new normals? But then I'm asking myself, what do I do with the leftovers? What do I do with the leftovers? Do I remind the world of the miracles of Jesus even though things don't seem normal anymore? 
Do I complain about the way it used to be or do I live into the miracle? Or do I live in a way that I show the world the miracle of who God is in my life and that maybe the new normal is me too? Every day we get to experience God's miracles and every day we get the opportunity to live in the new normal. This year, whatever that is for you, whatever that means for you, you get the opportunity to live into that miracle just like the 5,000 did. When they walked away that day, their lives were never the same. But what did they do with it? There were leftovers. Did they share them with the world? Did they tell the world, here is what Jesus did for us? Or did they say, man, that was a really long journey? We waited all day long and it took us forever to get food. Or did they say, look what my God has done. When I was hungry... He fed me. And not only did he feed me, but he made sure there was plenty. And I saw him heal the sick. And I saw him raise those that were almost dead. And I saw those who had been sick for years, their lives had been touched. But do I live into that miracle? Do I let it bring me into a place of a new normal or do I complain, worry? Because you're right, we don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know what tomorrow will look like, but we know who holds tomorrow. How will you, how will you live into your miracle? How will you make a difference with your miracle? Your new normal just might be sharing that miracle. Father, I love you. I don't always understand your ways, God, but what I do understand is that you will never leave or forsake us. You will feed us when we are hungry. And not only will you feed us, but there will be leftovers to go around for those in need. Father, a new normal. It's not always easy for those that are creatures of habit. Change is hard. We like our comfort zones. We like being it's comfortable but no one ever grew from a comfort zone Father I thank you I thank you for this opportunity of a new normal because what we know is that we are never alone we are never alone Father, I thank you for Thrive. 
I thank you for Pastor Andy and Mackenzie, and I thank you for the opportunity of what you are doing, what you are doing at Lover's Lane. And Father, some of us sit and we watch this morning, and it's not what we expected. It doesn't look like the normal. But God, we know that you are moving in the new normal. And we give you glory, God, and we give you honor. And you're precious in your holy name. Amen.